0: Joanne Bolt, and I am obsessed with all things business and being unapologetic about the life and career you want to have. Is it all easy, friends? No. But together, we'll tackle it all with simple strategies and expert advice from industry besties. Money, marketing, mindset. Consider this your girlfriend's guide to business, and ladies, it's an open playbook. So grab a glass of wine, curl up on the couch with your fuzzy slippers on, And let's see how good it can really be, because happy hour is started here on The B Word. You guys, guess what? We did it. Today is officially the 100th episode of The B Word with me, Joanne Bolt. Oh my God, I am jumping up and down with excitement, popping the Prosecco. I may or may not have thrown some confetti around my room because you guys know me, I like to party, and it has been a wild, wild ride over the last year and a half, but I did it. I got to 100, and it is because of amazing listeners like you who keep coming back for more. So I wanted today to be special and instead of hearing me drone on and on and on about making things simple and running your business, I wanted to bring you three of my favorite mamas from the past year and a half that I've gotten the pleasure of interviewing and just do a little recap of their story with you because I know as a mom myself, part of loving podcasting is the ability to spend more time with my kids, to be very intentional with the time I have with them, and to help you do the same. So we're gonna start off with one of my most favorite real estate badass moms, Amy Gregory. She leads a team at eXp Realty, and her mission in life is to share with other mom realtors of toddlers how you can do it, how you can be an agent with a baby on your hip, and still make it work in a man's world as a mom. And then we're going to roll right into Ali Casaza. Ali wrote a book, Declutter Like a Mother. And one of the most special things about her message was she looked up one day and realized, I can do this. I can make a million dollars and I can have the hustle mentality and I can work my butt off, but do I need to? Do I like it? Or What would happen if I simply leaned into what I liked to do, to what made me happy and feels good? How does that affect my business? Allie has an amazing, amazing story, and I've got her book linked in my Amazon storefront. You can grab that link in the show notes, or you can go back and I will put links to all their particular episodes in the show notes so you can listen to them all. But we're going to round out today's episode with... A little bitty clip from my interview with Brittany Hodak. Brittany is a mom of a boy, and she wrote a book called Creating Superfans. It is a book that sits on my bookshelf. It is also in my Audible lineup. I listen to it all the time because she is such a pleasure to listen to. And her mission in life is to show you that really, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what business you're in, We live in an experience economy, and it's all about creating a great customer experience for your customers. That is what keeps them coming back, just like you guys, my loyal listeners of the B Word, and that is what makes them create raving fans so that they tell others about your product. And I would be really remiss right here if I didn't do a small plug-in to you that it is the 100th episode. My goal for this episode is not only to re-engage you with some of our past amazing episodes, but I'd like to hit a thousand downloads of this episode. So if I've created a raving fan out of you, girlfriend, then please take a second, either write a review or, and you can do both. Share this episode with two of your girlfriends so that we can hit a thousand downloads in one month's time on this one episode. That would make my one hundredth birthday here on the B Word so so very special. And then share it with me on Instagram at it's Joanne Bolt, or you can find us at B underscore podcast. On Instagram, I would love, love, love to hear what your favorite part of this hundredth episode is. With me, celebrate my birthday. We'll make it a great one as we unapologetically build our businesses together here on the B Word.
1: Like I don't want—that's not the lifestyle I'm after. And so I think sometimes, especially for women in real estate, we start using using someone else's measuring stick in our business, and that works against us. Yep. My measuring stick is. Time freedom, financial freedom, location freedom. So it needs to support those things. I am not after, okay, maybe one day I'll drive a G-Wagon, but it's not right now because I got a four-year-old spilling apple juice in the back of my car. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I always say, if you have to tell people you're cool, you're probably not cool. And and I'll be interesting to watch this potentially evolve over the next two
0: years or less, because quite frankly, as a society, we've moved into a more authentic, transparent, We want to know the real stuff. We want to see you without your makeup on. We want to know who we're really working with. And so I think that some of these guys that get up on these stages and have those slow-mo videos, what they're doing is turning everyone in the audience like you and I into immediate like, oh, I just put a podcast on in my ears and I'm just going to sit here and save my seat while this guy talks. I'm not listening to him. He's not authentic to me any longer.
1: Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they shift that method over the next couple of years because it's just not, it's not what we want to see. Well, I, and I also just don't think that's what a lot of people are after anymore. No. Like, I don't. I, I think the stuff I like
0: you and I are doing lot. in September, honestly, I think the smaller retreats, the smaller masterminds that meet in person and then go into six months of Zoom meetings, I think that the more intimate, more personable stuff, while they may be less profitable for some of the people that are used to putting on stuff for 10,000, you know, course they spend a million dollars to put them on but I think that those are going to be cropping up more and more and that's where if you are listening to this podcast today a you need to check out you know our two stuff but you need to find all of those that you can and then find the one that you want to
1: go back to and back to and back to because get out of the big rooms get into the little ones create your tribes yeah I mean the majority is always wrong so whatever the majority is doing you should do the opposite Yes, I agree. (laughs) So that's my rule of thumb. Also, usually if you want to know where, like which direction the market it's going, just follow the women. Yeah. They'll they'll tip you off. And not the loudest woman in the room.
0: Not the one who is the squeaky wheel that feels like she has to keep yelling about stuff to be important. But the one that's sitting off to the corner just kind of nodding her head and then gets up and
1: does her own thing. That's the one you follow. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Because they're charting the path. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, for a lot of these women, if it feels like you're swimming in uncharted waters, I think a lot of women um, in our season and our stage struggle with loneliness. It's lonely running a big business. None uh, None of my friends carry, some of them do, but for the most part, carry the weight of the businesses that we're running. And it's not like I'm getting invited to the golf tournament to chit chat about business. Like, There's not a lot of circles for us to like talk in. No, Um, and you've got to start making When you're going to these events and making these connections and not just handing a business card out,
0: but making the personal connections. Mm -hmm. Now you've got women who are building businesses like you are that live three time zones away that y'all can hop on a Zoom like we're doing right now and have a conversation. And you're not lonely anymore because
1: we're accessible. You're accessible to your people. Yes, 100%. And I think that's a a huge um, non-tangible. It doesn't show up on a stat sheet. No. Which most a lot of things don't. But if you let that drop to the wayside,
0: your your tangible, your spreadsheet is going to look worse because emotionally we
1: need that connection. It's how we are made. You'll build to burnout. Yeah, agreed.
2: I just don't like nobody deserves this. I don't want this anymore and so I started my business out of just desperation and being sick of like kind of like just feeling like a pit bull backed into a corner. Like I'm just done and I'm going to fight my way out of this. So it had like an element of desperation in the beginning, which is not good to bring into your money. <laughs> right? right? I didn't I didn't know and I felt like I didn't have a choice. And so when I finally broke through the wall and started making money in my business. I went really fast to to the top. I got to seven figures in about 18 months with really low-priced courses. So I was focused on mass appeal, really reaching a lot of people at once rather than selling a very high-ticket product to a few people. I was focused on selling a low-priced product to a ton of people. Like I my goal has been being a household name getting in front of everybody getting this message in front of every mom that exists everyone who needs it um so that's been kind of my business model and once that happened i was exhausted like i started having adrenal problems um liver stuff like kidney stuff skin problems female and hormone problems my body just started to shut down from Being in that like a masculine, like push, hustle, go harder, being the breadwinner, taking over everything, saving my family from our situation, retiring my husband from his job. All of these things were good, but they were done in a very like push, difficult way. And so from there, I really had to like, my body kind of forced me to shut down and and pause and redo things. And that was when I learned how to move more from a place of, does this feel good to me? Does this strategy feel good to me? Do I really want my business to feel like this? If this strategy makes me win and make a lot of money, does it feel good to me? Because if it doesn't, the money's not worth it. And that actually made me like four times my revenue and exploded my business. So I was making even more money and more impact by working less and doing things that felt really good to me. And in that pivot, that time frame was when I wrote the book. So it was interesting because I feel like the person I was when I was writing the book is so different from who I was when I was promoting the book, which is always interesting an interesting thing as a public figure. Like you're, It's just interesting.
0: Okay. So basically what you're saying is when you took out the hustle Everything got clearer, easier, and actually ended up making you more money.
2: Yes. Absolutely. So- I, I hit six figure months. I would make like millions a year, but I would have like big surges. Shifting this energy in me made it to where it was like, okay, I'm consistently doing what feels good to me. And now I'm consistently hitting like multiple six figure months. And it's it was, it became steady. And of course, like I still have my struggles in my business. This year has been really hard, lots of shifts. I'm evolving so much. I'm really leaning more into teaching business versus the lifestyle that got me to where I am today. So there's all of that. There's the reality of being an entrepreneur and you're like always putting out fires. If you're not, you don't really have a job anymore, right? right? (laughs) But everything got so much more seamless and I was able to have space to feel into, well, this is a great strategy that I learned through my mastermind, but I don't, it sounds really exhausting, and I don't know if I actually want to do it. So I went from, oh, that's gonna make more money, that's gonna scale me, I'll do it to well, how does that feel in me? and do I even want the results that way? And that was when I saw, like I thought I was gonna be taking a financial hit, but I actually increased.
0: I love that mindset, like right there, the does it feel good to me? If it's right, it's actually gonna work better because I think especially as women in the business world, you're taught one way to do the business and one way to lead generate and bring in the sales. And
3: as I progressed in my career, I worked for record labels. I worked for music magazines. I worked for entertainment agencies. I started to work with brands who had you know six and seven figure sponsorships that they were doing for artists. And as I was trying to figure out what were things that we could borrow from the entertainment world to use for the brands, I started to see that all of those principles were exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Like the same things that made someone care for an artist or have an amazing experience with an artist were true of brands. And so I really started to you know, focus on that and try to understand it more, try to understand was it different between a little brand and a big brand, between an old brand and a new brand, between a brand with tons of money to spend and one with no budget at all. And I kept coming back to, no, it's not. It's exactly the same. The secret is creating super fans. The secret is getting people to care about you so that they want to come back and experience what you do again. And they want to tell their friends. So your customers are creating more customers. Your fans are creating more fans. And you think about even the language we use when we talk about things going viral how does that happen? It spreads through word of mouth. It spreads through people having an experience with something that makes them say, I've got to share this. So what I like to talk about is creating the types of experiences that your customers can't help but share. They can't help but talk about because they've been wowed or they've had such an amazing experience that they have to tell somebody, or they feel compelled to leave a review or a rating or reach out and say, hey, I want to learn more. And so that's the idea of creating super fans and my mission in life. And the reason I wrote the book is to try to get every single person who has a business or has customers aligned around that mission.
0: I love that. And you know, here's the thing, whether no matter what industry you're in, I don't care if they're your ambassadors, if they're your referrals, if they're your repeat clients, but the super fan concept is, you're correct, it's the same in in any industry. And what creates them is the same. It's all about the experience.
3: I tell the story in the book about when I was getting my very first trademark for a business that I founded when I was 27. Oh, I love that story. Yes. And well, I think it, it speaks exactly to what you were just saying. You know, what, when I was filing for this trademark application, one of the questions was, is this a product business or a service business? And I said, it's both. And my attorney said, well, it can't be both. And I said, of course it can. People are hiring me because of the service that I provide. And that's why my product is going to be better than anybody else's product. And he said, well, you can't do that. The United States trademark and patent office says that it's either a product business or a service business. And I said, Well, they're wrong. That distinction doesn't make sense anymore. I think there's only one type of business and that's the experience business and everybody is in it because we're living in an experience economy, people pay for things and come back and pay for things again, because of the way they feel, because of the experiences they have. That's true, regardless of whether you're, you know, in real estate or, you know, rock sales, like whatever it is that you do, creating an experience is what's going to bring people back.
0: I'm over here raising my virtual champagne glass and popping a toast to you because you just finished another episode of the B Word podcast. How cool is that? Let's keep this virtual party going and head on over to the com where you can find the show notes with all the codes and links so that you can implement everything you've heard about in your own business. If you're looking for a new tribe to hang with, I've got you covered, girlfriend. The Chick Flick membership is available on the com. Come join me.